You talked about the brotherhood that you had uh-huh. with the Raiders. Talk about more about still the, have it. Still have, yeah. still have, presently have. Um, talk about how you volunteered with the Brotherhood Crusade, and well, then what turns into um, full time. Yeah, well, my last what three years of playing. Uh, one of my best friends I went to high school with. He was our valedictorian. He mm-hmm. went to SC. Was a valedictorian there. One of the smartest minds I've ever you know been around. Anyway, he his cousin started a nonprofit group mm-hmm. that uh, uh, was a fundraising organization mm-hmm. that allocated money to different uh, health, education, and welfare mm-hmm. programs in the Los Angeles area. Um, and they would address a number of different social ills that weren't being talked about. And so at the same time, you had the United Way doing great things, and they were allocating money out to over 150 different human care service organizations. And they had different NFL players that would stand up and do a commercial for them. So my friend came to me one day in the offseason, and he said, Leo, he said, "Uh, what do you think about coming working with the Brotherhood and raising some money for the minority communities? And Mm -hmm. I thought it was a great idea. So he got me and two other NFL players, and we came and started volunteering our time in the offseason and working Mm -hmm. with the organization. And you got a chance to see what was not being done and uh, what was needed in various communities. And that's how it started. So we started right there. And then every year I looked up, I was going back. And then when I retired, they offered me a full-time position. And I worked my way up, was a senior VP, the whole shot, and you know, that's how I raised the 20, $21 million. Yeah. So it was a, you know. That's and I still, to, today, I still go back and do different things. And we mm-hmm. stay in touch. And, you know, it's just, you know, so much out there that needs to be done. And, you know, you have a lot of, especially now, you have so many athletes making a substantial amount of money. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for stuff yeah. to donate to. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, it's good to have the organizations like that that are what we call umbrella organizations that are mm-hmm. allocating money out to different causes. And that's why I'm really excited about the Raiders because they, they their foundation is like an umbrella oh, group. Nice. Mm-hmm. And they, they haven't been here long, but you would think they've been here for years because Ooh. they've done more than some, some of the programs have been around Ooh. I mean, yeah, in terms of allocating money out. I mm-hmm. mean, we're standing up giving out checks like weekly. So stuff that's is happening good. and it's it's always something that's on the cutting edge of creating change right there. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that uh, dollar amount, that check, oh, nice. is right, you know, it's needed at that time, and it puts mm-hmm. them right over the hump to continue providing the services that they provide. So, well, we thank how, you for and providing how, and how, your service. And, and, how, how, yeah. and how close do you guys work um, with the Raiders and how now and how close do you think you guys will work when they come here? Well, they pretty much, they're on the phone with us weekly telling us, I mean, the foundation people, Chris Mallory, great person, he's over the foundation here. Uh, Chris will call us up and say, hey, this is what we're doing this week. What are you guys doing? I mean, again, it's that partnership. Nice. And um, and you, we know. So uh, we, we make the time to try to go in and do different things. It's not like... Uh, we're doing this because we wanted season tickets or anything right. like that. Me, I don't like standing in lines. <laughs> I've always been that way. So, you know, and I can't get the replay. So oh, I'm, like I'm a little bit different. Then, huh? no, 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 I'm, yeah, no. I don't, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit different you when it comes to that. Heights? 
Oh, I definitely am. Oh, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Same here. You could offer Same me a million dollars to go on that uh, Ferris wheel on the strip. It's not going to happen. Oh, well, I'm actually going to no, go. It's not going to happen. I don't care how slow it goes. It's <laughs> not happening. <laughs> well, why don't you go parachuting with me over the no, summer? No, no, no. I, I, I would do that Paris. before I would get on that Ferris wheel. Oh, oh. So jumping out of jump the I would I jump out of There's something oh, wrong. Okay. Yeah, that's probably CTE. I'm a little dysfunctional. But I'd jump out of plane <laughs> and do something like that before I get on that Ferris wheel. Are the other thing that the stratosphere that drops off the side of the oh, building? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, you oh, could no, offer me. Not. Yeah, you could have a billion in 20s. It's not going to happen. Same, a billion in 20s. Yeah, a billion in 20s. Um, something that, since you were just talking about the brotherhood, you went on and you conducted peak seminars. Peak, peak performance? Peak performance seminars. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting when I was reading mm-hmm. about it. Can you elaborate to our listeners who have no clue why um, and what it, that means? I talked about some of it. I scratched the surface on it earlier. Peak performance seminars are just teaching the person how to, you know, uh, deal with the upside of things, dealing with the positive mindset, not letting a bunch of negative thoughts and images come in your head. Most of us, mind. yes, yeah, most of us don't reach our uh, peak performance level because we have so much negative stuff that we deal with and we hold on to that. Mm-hmm. Like I used to always tell people, uh, if you were to sit down, if you took a piece of paper and you drew a line down the middle of it and you wrote all the positive thoughts that you could come up with in a matter of a minute and then you wrote on the other column, on, on the other side, you wrote how many negative thoughts you you could come up with that negative side you're just filling it up you're just going you're flowing but the positive is difficult to do because we hold on to negative thoughts and images in our lives because a lot what we hear on the television and what we see and what we hear on the radio and that's what we think is law and we'll buy into it it's the reason why the tabloids sell like they do we walk we go in the store we're standing in line (laughs) we look at it okay they have the spaceship that landed over in Inglewood California and three aliens walked out and they got the alien picture with the head and one eye. So, I mean, we're attracted to that kind of negative stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, with the peak performance stuff that I was teaching, it was just to show a person how to get into the mindset. And a lot of it had to do with martial arts. Yeah. I had trained in martial arts yeah. for 20 years. And everything was about dealing with the positive vibe. Like I have people in my family right now, and they would talk about me whenever we had to get together or Thanksgiving or something like that. I didn't want to go around negative people because I could feel your energy. energy. If your energy is negative, I can't deal with it. You, can't be you know, so it. I would always bring that up, and my older sister would go nuts. You're making me sick with that crap. You're talking about that negative, positive, positive stuff. So it's, it's, some people just want to go, go out of their way yeah. to go. be. I love her to death, but they want to go out of their way to be negative, but it'll block your good. You won't yes. be able to achieve those goals that you set for yourself if you have that negative energy, that negative aura around mm-hmm. you. So that's what I was teaching people yeah. for years and then I could always piggyback on the fact of how I was able to get to where I got to based on a positive vibe because I could have easily said okay I'm at UNLV I wasn't starting mm-hmm. you know how many non-starters actually yeah. get an opportunity yeah. to go one. to a training camp yeah. I created one by being positive I good. didn't look at the fact okay I didn't start I didn't score mm-hmm. a touchdown mm-hmm. I didn't do anything for UNLV but yet I have the nerve to think I'm a play in the NFL yeah. so it's right. you know it's a mindset and it's a positive attitude that you have to have yeah. and yeah. the work ethic yeah. behind and it you know, and, and we talked about beforehand I know about mixed martial arts as well uh-huh. I know you brought that up um, can you describe how that helped you um, tremendously, because you're dealing with everything from a positive standpoint. I mean, you actually visualize, you actually do affirmations, you actually see yourself doing something. In fact, when my son became four years old, he, he took Tung Soo Do. 
the same form that mm. I took. He trained with the same instructor. That allowed wow. him to get his oh, base nice. where he felt he could do anything he put his little mind to. So at four years old, he was in a gi in the back of the car crying every day when I would take him to practice because mm. he didn't know at that time he's so young, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a democracy. You know, it was like mm-hmm. you pass it down through these generations. But, you know, I tell people all the time with that, you know, put your kid in, in the arts. Put them in martial arts so they get the discipline. Mm-hmm. They learn how to, you know, do certain things uh, with respect and dignity. And, you know, we don't see a lot of that. So no. it's, it's a lot that comes from the martial arts background that helps, you know, put that mind in a position where you're thinking about, you know, when, you, when we would break a brick, when you were testing for a belt or yeah. something, if you had in your head that, break. hey, this brick is going to break my knuckles, you broke a knuckle. Oh, yeah. If you had in your head that it was water, I'm going to go right through it. It's a piece of paper. I'm going to go right through it. It's different. Mind controls the body. Mm-hmm. So, really yeah. So, did you watch the movie Concussion? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. the point out of fact that CTE has um, like 99% yeah. of the NFL players they test, like 111 out of 112. Uh, how how much does that affect you and your friends? Whoa, whoa! That was my question. Hold on. <laughs> so it's, uh, it has uh, killed and it made deceased over two hundred and two NFL players. So with you watching the movie, you actually playing in the NFL, you using the old helmets that they're using. How has that affected you in your life and after the NFL? Same question as mine. <laughs> um, if you will let me finish. We all we all got tested. Um, in fact, I got tested twice, and we were talking about doing a third test because after I had the open-heart surgery, you know, I would have tested out at a high level mm-hmm. where um, before I didn't test out at that level. So, and I developed some tremors and some other stuff Ooh. that I didn't have before. Ooh. So, and, you know, it's like the beginning, the way they pay it out, the NFL, because it's billions of dollars that have been set aside for, for that, for yeah. CTE. And it's not just CTE. They have money set aside for the beginning stages of Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and dementia. All of mm. those are, like, tied into the whole brain right. as the brain works. And so, you know, all of us have symptoms of one of those three. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And CTE can only be detected when you pass away. They open up the cranium and take the brain out. So you can only find that one. They're trying to find a way now where Mm -hmm. they could test it. Mm-hmm. And and see why you're still here. Yeah. So yeah. like Shout Junior Seau, when he, yeah, like Doctor Ben Jun- Umalu, mm-hmm. yeah. when uh, Junior Seau committed suicide, yeah. his family got yeah. paid. But uh, you know, it's it's different. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to make any money because somebody passed away, especially not. a person as great as Junior was. But it's, I mean, when you talk about concussions, it's there in the back of our mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about it when sometimes I'm somewhere and I just start shaking and I'm like, how, how am I going to be five years mm-hmm. from now? What's going to happen? And I was one of those. I was trying to get out the way. I wasn't trying yeah. to hit nobody. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if I'm like that, I know a lot <laughs> of my buddies are on a whole nother page. So, and then, you know, a lot of a slur when we talk is, yeah. is, is different, but you know, the human body, we were taught to put your head on it, yeah. put your head. So we led with our head. It was totally different now than using the shoulder pads and stuff. So yeah. you, you got a lot of guys that, uh, you know, are, you know, dealing deeply. with the beginning stages of one of those things. I mean, we have the guys with uh, the, uh, what is it, the AL disease and some ASL. of the other stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's, a, it's a lot out there. But, you know, if you ask any of the guys if they had to do it all Excuse over, me. would they? ALS. 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 American Sign Language. ALS. ALS, yes. Yes. Which I know one, Steve Gleason. Yeah. 
is yeah living with that. Do they call yeah. that Lou Gehrig's disease? Yeah, Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah, you got yeah. that one too. Yeah, it's yeah. it's different ones, but uh, it's you know it's one of those things. But you know, going in, we played the game for the game. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. wasn't you know back when we played. Uh, minimum salary was twenty five thousand, so you weren't playing to make any money. <laughs> you were playing <laughs> because you, you saw that? it. You saw it on TV. But it was twenty five thousand dollars. That was a minimum salary back in the seventies. In the NFL, yeah, seventy nine, eighty. That was That's minimum. That's middle class. Yeah, twenty five back then. Seventy nine, though. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, but That's that, uh, according cool. to what someone was getting coming out of college, yeah. it was more. Ooh, so it was different. It was different. You know, back then, but uh, again, the athletes back then played for yeah. the love of the yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, you didn't have people going in trying to get twenty, thirty million, and mm-hmm. that never registered. I don't think mm-hmm. we had a million dollar player on the team back. How much money do you? I mean, you, do you guys get any money um, these days, like from CT, if you're alive, or if, is it just? Yeah, if you're well, deceased? they have different categories. They have different categories. If you're that the whole lawsuit was based on paying the you know players a mm-hmm. certain amount of money for the, the injuries that they got. Yeah, yeah. but uh, uh, like the beginning of Parkinson's, beginning of Alzheimer's, that type. If your score when you do the testing shows up at a one point whatever at a certain level, that you have these different levels, yeah. and you get X amount of dollars. Yeah. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. So that's why some guys have to get tested again and again. I had the testing done twice, and then I'll have it done again. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, yeah, they have options there, uh, but you go through a lot of paperwork, a lot of other stuff Stress. before, yeah, and it's very stressful. It's mm-hmm. just like the workers come. You have some guys that have permanent disability. They can't mm-hmm. stand up straight. Mm-hmm. So how can you hold a job if you can't stand up straight? Yeah. No, you and, you know, you walk away from football, you, you might be, if you play, you come out 22 years old. You play 10 years, you're yeah. what, 32? 32. You got your whole life in front of you. Yeah. Right. And now you're talking about if you got a, a career-ending injury, you can't stand upright, then and where are you going to work? So, yeah, life. so you you know, you got guys that apply for disability and workers' comp, and they have to go through all these things to, to be able to live a, you know, a quality of life. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's one of those things. But, again, if you talk to any of them and ask, if you could do it all over, yeah. would you do it? Yeah. We, would, we would all do it again. That, that's, again. that's good to hear. Yeah. That, that's really good to hear yeah. because a, a lot of people, you know, the public perception is that, you mm-hmm. know, it's almost complete opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't know. I mean, you didn't know. You never saw it coming. Nobody mm-hmm. knew you were going to get CTE mm-hmm. because you were aggressive and running into somebody hitting with your head. Mm-hmm. We didn't yeah. know that. We didn't know that the brain sat in fluid. I didn't learn that till I watched the movie Concussion. Oh, yeah. wow. That it's sat in yeah, fluid, and in if like you jar the head, the brain, you know, just goes up. yeah side to side. You you didn't know those kind of things, and mm-hmm. I mean you didn't talk about it. And then you're playing a sport where you're taught to be tough. Mm-hmm. You're taught to be aggressive. The so, harder you hit, the yeah. better. Yeah, literally yeah. on both sides. Yeah, you're trying yeah. to run through a person. You're not trying yeah. to just hit them. Hit them. You want to run through them. You want to hurt them. Yeah, you want to make them forget something. Exactly. You want them to know you. You want yeah. to yeah. put them on their <laughs> Remember butt. your name. Exactly. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So um, I love the intersection that we have with our show, yeah. with uh, this being Spitting Silver and Black on behalf of the Raiders. And you playing for the Raiders, we're filming, excuse me, filming, broadcasting. On, on the UNLV campus. On the UNLV campus where you once went before mm-hmm. us. And you blazed, you, you blazed the path. You blazed the trail. In, in, mm. in two different ways, football as well as majoring in broadcast, broadcast journalism. journalism. Mm-hmm. So I ask, um, with you being a journalism major, this was a long time ago, of course. Not that long. Yeah, but horses, 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 and buggies. 
Can you give us some advice on just journalism from your take, from what you learned in your collegiate career? Um, it's different now. It's so much more technical and creative. Um, you guys are in a great situation with the resources that you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, none of this existed. We mm-hmm. didn't have the studios, the green spot. It was none of that, Ooh. none of it. Um, you have everything that will put you in a situation to walk in NBC, CBS, mm-hmm. ABC, mm-hmm. Fox. It, you know, mm-hmm. you have it. So mm-hmm. you got you got a jump start compared to other people when I came out. So it's, it's different. I mean, we had to go in the off season and, and go to like Columbia School of Broadcasting Ooh. and other places to have access to radio setups and see, you know, the whole television setup. Or when you went to the uh, internships, you got a chance to see oh. different things. But you have it here right on campus. So as long as you keep your passion level where it is and you continue to try to every day, you try to get better than the last day, then you're ahead of the curve because you got everything right here. Yeah. It mm-hmm. would surprise me if you couldn't come in here. You you needed to work on your podcast. You needed to work on something. Or you needed to go and film something and go in the studio and work in front of the camera, behind the camera. You needed to do something, and you needed an hour and a half to do it. i got to believe the professors, the way everything is set up from what I've seen the few times I've been up here in the last year or so. Mm-hmm. i got to believe you have access to that, yeah. where yeah. it's just going to help with your growth and development. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's endless where you could go. The whole thing is you got to make sure that you don't let some, because I have a friend, she got her degree in radio and television, and she ended up moving to um, Georgia. Oh, wow. And she's talking about being a firefighter. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, now, she has a degree, journalism, whole shot, and she got burnt out. She graduated mm-hmm. from Reno. And she got one of my tennis players. She got burnt out, and she went on interview after interview after interview, and nothing happened. You have to be persistent. Yeah. You have to believe. You have to go to the uh, different events that they have that relates to journalism and radio and television. Mm-hmm. You have to put yourself out there and meet people. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to meet and greet. Yeah. And more importantly, you just have to believe that yeah. things are going to work out. You have to have that faith. You know, mm-hmm. at a certain level where you can't let the negatives or some of the other stuff that people are going to say affect you where you say, okay, I'm, I tried it, gave done. it a shot, now I'm going to do something else. Yeah. So if you're passionate about it and you visualize seeing yourself in front of a camera, in front of a microphone, and doing your thing out there in one of these major markets or whatever, do it. Yeah. And do it. it. And you have the vehicle here to do it. Yeah. You just have to get out there, talk to different people. <clears throat> there are people in the city here. Mm-hmm. Like I just saw Ron. Um, what's Ron? He does sports for Ron uh, yeah, Ron Ron I saw yeah. Ron this morning. Oh, we nice. go to the same gym in Summerlin. Oh, nice. And Ron's a sweetheart. Anybody mm-hmm. I introduce Ron to, he'll he talk to him, nice. sit down. He'll let you know. He'll tell nice. you. He'll tell mm-hmm. you, well, go to this market. You might want to start here. You might want to start there and do this. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is getting out there and networking with people and believing in yourself oh, and good. continue to work so on your craft. Yeah. Continue to send your yeah. demos work. out. Continue to do it. Don't, don't start when you're about to graduate. Start now. You yeah. guys are juniors. Yeah. Start now making contact with these people. Yeah. You know Ron? Use him. Yeah. Ask Ron when he's going out to shoot so yeah. you can see I his style. I just emailed Ron last yeah. week. Yeah. 
So, shout, Iran, if you're listening, shout out to you because I met you every time I met you, Lou, it was just grand. Yeah. I'll be taking a tour of the facility soon. Mm-hmm. And see, you know, Ron's a sweetheart, but you have other people out here too. Yeah. I mean, you might not want to do sports. You might want to do something else. You might want to do uh, weather. You might yeah. want to do uh, yeah. the news. You might want to be an mm-hmm. anchor person. Yeah. But the, all of those people are very nice people. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not walking around like, you know, when I uh, was doing some of the internships, I did one in L.A. And, mm-hmm. you know, some of the folks, not to put them down, you just I had that air, it. that attitude, yeah. that Hollywood about, well, right. you don't need to go in this market. This is a big market, which it is a big yeah. market. You mm-hmm. need to go to a smaller market. You need to go over here, maybe go to Montana or go somewhere <laughs> like this, uh, Boise, and try yeah. that first and then come back. I mean, it's yeah. like they they were didn't want, they felt, it's like they kind of felt threatened. You know, so we're going to steer you Mm -hmm. as far away as possible, get you out of here instead of, see, I would try to be an optimist and tell, hey, if this, you want to be here, if you want to live in California, you want to live in Nevada, do your thing, do it here. Just go out there, put yourself out there, do everything you need to do to make it happen. So it's, you know, again, you guys are in a great situation. I mean, just take uh, everything that you're doing now and, you know, start making your demos, start sending your stuff out, let people critique it. Don't be so sensitive where the slightest Mm -hmm. little thing, (coughs) excuse me. The slightest little thing throws you off. Mm-hmm. You know, look at it all always yeah. in terms of something that's going to make you better. Leo, and I then, literally can see and, myself. Like, I vision myself that's the key. doing yeah. it, and I get chills. Like, mm-hmm. I get kind of like, mm-hmm. you know how that's. If Do you, you see, see what you're already, actually yeah. wearing? Yeah, you I need see to what see I'm yourself. wearing. I see the microphone. Yeah. You need to, mm-hmm. I see like the core you need the to game, see it. like all that. I can mm-hmm. see the set. Yeah. I can see my face on the monitor as I'm talking. Like I can see my me looking into the camera, mm-hmm. watch and and seeing the fans around, and me being my back towards the court. Like I can yeah. see. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. see yeah. it all. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Do you um? Do you guys know Demetra? Oliver? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love her. Yeah, she's I love a sweetheart. Her. She's in she's in uh, Dallas now. Dallas, oh, Texas. Nice. She was here yeah. doing the um well she's doing the traffic. Weather. She's yeah. doing yeah. traffic. And then now she's, she's doing, doing weather. weather in Dallas. Mm-hmm. But sharp sister. Yeah. Like I've been to a few okay. events with her and she was the keynote speaker and we met with good people. But yeah. she's another one that you could draw from. And anytime her family is all here in Vegas. Yeah. They live yeah. here. She's from here. Anytime she's here which uh, she has a break coming up. She'll be, she's back and forth all the time. Oh, nice. But, uh, I mean, she's on Twitter, on uh, social media. (laughs) Yeah, you guys need to start following people and shooting your stuff. And then sometimes you can attach something that you've done and and shoot yeah. it out there. I don't know how the school would feel if you shot it out. No, know. it's it's our work. Our work predominantly is it's, ours. It's yours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just get your stuff out there and just ask for direction. You know, mm-hmm. it, not everybody is stuck up and uh, insecure about mm-hmm. somebody taking their job. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of people that are good yeah. people right. that will reach out and tell you, "Hey, this is how you do it. I don't want you to go through what I went through. So I'm gonna show you how to dot all your eyes and cross your T's, mm-hmm. and That's then you what go from there." For. And yeah. I'm and I'm truly curious. Why did you major in journalism? Um, I had thought about coaching. You know, to go back, when I was growing up, I thought I was going to be the next Jimi Hendrix. I, I played oh, really? a guitar. Play guitar. I had a guitar in my hand all day till my fingers, my fingers were bleeding. I mean, I just, I, no, I haven't. Somebody broke in our house when I was 12 and stole my guitar oh. and my amplifier. That's when I started playing sports. Mom couldn't buy me another one. Balls so it was a gift, so she couldn't buy me another one, so that's when I started playing sports. Oh, nice. I went from, I, I was so angry, but to this day, I haven't picked up one, and I, I said I would do it again. <laughs> you know, so it's, you know. So athletics yeah. sort of led into 
uh-huh. uh, journalism. Me, me, yeah, me looking out the window and watching people play. And then I always had a fascination for the news. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was at home, I would always watch the news. And, you know, a lot of people thought I just wanted to do sports, but I wanted to be an anchor person. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do oh, when nice. I was going. So I was you thinking about Bryant right? Gumble. and Brian I would watch oh. him. Yeah, yeah I'd watch him. And, you know, it was so funny. When we won the Super Bowl in 80, he presented the trophy to uh, Al Davis, oh, the nice. Super Bowl wow. trophy. Cool. But, wow. yeah, it was like I look at people like them that had their talk show and just the demeanor and the way everything and the suits. And I used to like to wear suits. So, yeah. you know, that whole thing being behind a desk and, yeah. Nice. So it wasn't so much about just going from being a sports reporter to going and, you oh, know, nice. doing it. Diversifying it just, your yeah. portfolio. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, you know, a lot of the other majors. First, I, I was thinking business. Then I was thinking rec- recreation. Ooh. And then I bounced around before I got there, mm-hmm. you know. And then, you know, it ended up being ready on television. Oh, nice. So it went from there. But, again, I, I never did the demo tapes and all that stuff when I came out because I came out and was playing ball. Oh, nice. You know, and everything was geared towards that. And then when I would come back in the off season, it was always doing something with the nonprofit group. Oh, nice. Yeah. So nice. It, I kind of got steered in a different yeah. direction at that time. And, and that's what the whole thing was finish, get the degree. Yeah. Finishing yeah. get the degree. And, and, and you do nonprofits these days as well. Yeah. Yeah. Leo, yeah. it has definitely yeah. been our an honor. Yeah, honor. Yeah, my so honor. My for pleasure. For you to just open up your story and just mm. tell it to us, who you just met an hour ago. Yeah. yeah. I we just come. We just appreciate yes, it. Yes, we wholeheartedly. do. We do. Yeah. Yeah, on behalf of. Well, thank of you for having me. Anything for you and LB since, you know, you. you guys are, you know, it's an alumni thing. Yeah. So anything I could come back thank around. For, for years, you guys didn't invite me to nothing. So now all of a sudden, <laughs> the Raiders are coming here. I get, this is the third time VIP. I've been on the campus. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah, before that, you guys didn't invite me to nothing. Uh, maybe well, you should become a professor then, you know? Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Well, on behalf yeah, of I like SB to be Nation, mobile. Spitting mobile silver and black invites you back. Okay, exactly. Spitting silver and black. Okay. How you like yeah. the name, by the way? That's tough. I like. I love. That's it. tough. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Like it. Got to get the t-shirts going. Oh, got to yeah. get the caps and the t-shirts. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. we can get the Raiders Foundation to sponsor our, our oh, caps yeah. and our t-shirts. Hey, yeah. Yeah. hey, the power is in the ask. Oh, yeah, yeah. gotta say you yeah. never know if you, you don't ask. ask. Gotta ask. Yeah, yeah get out so, there and ask. We want to wrap up with just saying thank you again. Um, thank you. Yeah. On behalf of professional athletes and associates, what would you like to say? to our listeners who this yeah. was their first time in their first introduction to you are old fan favorites um just you know i would always say you know always try to again grow and develop daily you know don't don't just sit back and wait for somebody to do it for you always try to find something new and you should feel kind of guilty if at the end of the day you haven't done anything that you know put yourself in a better position than you were in the day before Mm-hmm. If you keep that attitude, then things are going to work out, you know, in terms of your growth and development. I mean, everything is about that. And, again, you guys have access to everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's endless what you could do as young as you are. Mm-hmm. We'll just shout out. Yeah. Oh, the speed training? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure but, you guys go ahead and Yeah, and you follow. guys pull up the website. Yeah. Pull up the Leo website. Leo Gray Speed Training, and you'll yeah. see what we're doing on a daily basis out here in Las Vegas. Yeah. And would you like to leave like our fans or, or anything like any motivational um, last sentence or anything? Um, what's your What's your um, mo? Yeah. Your quote. 
What yeah. do you live by? Yeah. You just heard most of it when I talk <laughs> about the growth and development. Growth and development. That's yeah. what I'm getting yeah. at. And, and I'm that's really going to enact that into my life, Leo. Like, mm-hmm. now that you, it's more, I think it, but like somebody mm-hmm. actually said. You got to visualize yeah. it too, though. Yeah, you, you already you, said you gotta, that. You got to live yeah, it. You got to see it. You got to picture yourself. Like, um, I pictured myself getting a Super Bowl ring. I pictured myself wearing a black suit, which I did when we got the rings. They passed them out. I pictured myself before that even happened, walking up a stage, people going clapping in here. I pictured all that. So, you know, you got the power of visualization is 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 really important. You know, you gotta you gotta do that and you put that affirmation where you verbally say it behind it, those are the key. And then, you know, your circle of friends, be careful. If you got a bunch of negative people around you, yeah. it's going to, you yeah. know, stop your, yeah. you know. That clogs yeah. your thoughts yeah. and it so affecting Make sure you, you got the right people yourself. around yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that circle of friends that are uplifting you, keeping you, you know, positive and yeah. motivated. Yeah. That's yeah. the word I would leave you with. Positive and nice. motivated. Yeah. I, I just got chills right now hearing visualize yeah. what you want See to become. Like, I, I, I just got chills because I just thought of it like, Boom! I, I, mm-hmm. I like just then it popped in my brain. Yeah, got to see it. Yeah. I mean, that's you know. I again, I was I came from a neighborhood where we had a whole group of kids had that same attitude. We all sat up and would tell stories, and anybody that walked by there thought we were nuts. But those stories became real. Mm-hmm. So nice. Yeah. Thank you for this sermon. Right. Thank you. I sermon. appreciate yes, <laughs> church. sermon. Sermon. Your Man. words. You at church? So kind. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you took us to church, Leo. Yeah. We here. I kept it clean. Yeah. I kept it clean. <laughs> well, any by the way, oh, he is you. clean. He got the pea coat. Oh, yeah. With the stripes, listen to you. The Adidas got the beanie. Silver, the, black, and white. With you that know? silver, spitting silver and black uh-huh. right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, you got to take a picture got so I can put it on Instagram. Yeah, oh, yeah. somebody take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so Thank much, you guys, for tuning in to spitting silver and black, splitting silver and black, silver and black, silver and black Pride Podcast Network right. on, on SB Nation. Nation. Oh my goodness! And this has been your host, Anaya Fire. Kaylin Sokol, and your guest. And thank you for the pizza. Our, yeah, it gave me some health food. I'm not going to say it was a uh, vegan pizza, but uh, it was good. Oh, yeah. You'll yeah. feel it later. Yeah, I feel, I feel it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we thank Leo Gray for his time. And thank you all. For listening to so- Spitting Silver and Black on the Silver, Silver and Black, Black Pride, Pride Podcast, Podcast Network, Network on, on SB Nation. Nation. The Ooh, Raiders are coming. To Las Vegas. That's right. Get ready. Get ready. You are listening to Spitting Silver and Black on the Silver and Black Pride Podcast Network on SB Nation.